Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. How do you help these guys who are in their 30s who haven't had the, sex yet? Right. They may not find us. It's much easier to find a prostitute than a, a Jesus sex Jesus Christ. This a fucking prostitute. This is not the answer, mother. The answer is not prostitution. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert and cougar. And my son is a self-proclaimed stand-up comic and peach of a guy, Cam. Today, we're, well, on, on all of these episodes, we break down the barriers between parents and children in terms of what we can talk about. We talk about everything you're not supposed to talk about. And so today, we get, dive into what it's like, how do you, what it's like, and how to get over being in uh, a late bloomer, to having set, being a virgin very late into your, th- oh, Eve, should we start this over? No, no, it's true. Being a virgin... In, well into your 30s, what do you do? Uh, interestingly enough, we came from two different perspectives here, and we talk about one-night stands. We also talk about one-night stands and uh, clown shows. <laughs> yeah, and we talk about my uh, two-cup-of-coffee interview on my YouTube channel with pickup, a, a pickup artist and how I felt the, and why I felt the need to bring up the subject of penis size again. There's something with pickup artists that I like to like lay them out flat with the penis size diversion. Can we start this over? I hate this. I like it. Okay, go on. It's real. Okay. I'm being real with you people. But they have something no idea what we're, what is coming in this episode because we're all over the place like the goddamn pinball. I, no, I, had to, I had to explain what happened when I interviewed a pickup artist and why I have issues with men my own age. Okay, so the themes of this episode. <laughs> One, pickup artists. Two, how to, how to engage in a relationship if you have very little experience. Three, Three. why one-night stands might not be your favorite or all that it's cracked up to be. How do you like four. that? Is that? And four, why I have a need to bring up penis size to disarm pedantic pickup artists. On that note, we hope you <laughs> enjoy <tuned>. this episode. <laughs> Tell us what your favorite part is. In the iTunes store. And make sure to give that goddamn five-star rating and review. Okay, enough. Enjoy. Mother, you're just coming off hot from a, a live stream on the currently Poder show. Where and, you interviewed... With two cups of coffee, too. Oh, my God. This is for our listeners. If you have not experienced my mother on two cups of coffee, it is uh, quite a treat. It's a wild ride. It's a wild ride. So you so you were just interviewing try. someone. Who, who was this? This is Ross Jeffries. He's a uh, pickup artist. Oh, great. And if you guys remember the interview we had with Vince Kelvin, apparently Vince Kelvin was a former student of Ross's. He was so, a disciple. A disciple, and I don't think that they get along. <sighs> okay. And I think you and I are going to be speaking at uh, one of um, the disciples, Vince Kelvin's 
seduction conferences. Oh. So that is going to be hilarious. Why am I going to a seduction conference? Why am I going? We're going together. Mean, I understand why you go. You talk to, to all all these men all day long about how they could seduce women. I well do not. You're going. You and I are taking this dog and pony show on the road. Oh my god! On the road. On the road. So anyway, this Ross Jeffries. Uh, I, I you know it's interesting. I think I have a little problem with authority. He's authoritative. <laughs> no, I think that his he came across as uh, slightly pedantic and uh, slightly um, uh, misogynistic, I almost want to say. Just he was willing to, you know, that there's nothing I hate more than people are trying to label all women as such. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I hate that. I yeah. hate that. I have friends that are gold diggers. I will openly admit that. Is that but what I he also, was saying? All women are gold diggers? Basically, he said that all women have like a certain box they put. Oh, you yeah, know, not worth your time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth our listeners' time to listen to that shit. Well, what the listeners will find amusing is when I threw them right off base. What happened? The same way I did the last pickup artist. What do I do whenever I my default is if I get tired of listening to someone get on their soapbox, I throw them off base with a little penis size oh, question. Oh God! Yeah, that's <laughs> very effective way. Of getting someone to stop, shut the fuck up, asking about their penis size. It, you know what? I didn't ask him about his. Penis how did you? Size. What, how did it even come up? What, what happened? I don't even know how I got to that. It just, it just. Next thing I know, I got tired of the the the, the lectures, and I figured, well, let's just get down to brass tacks. Oh. What do you think about guys that are obsessed with their penis size, and why are they? And all right, this <laughs> and is, he started. Let's play he the openly clip right got now. Uncomfortable. Well, he got uncomfortable. Let's play the clip. And maybe you could answer this. Why are guys so obsessed with their penis size? <laughs> I don't know, dear. It's just a cultural sign of, of masculinity. I don't need to be obsessed with it because I'm going to get a reduction, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I whip it out. My girlfriend's terrified. <laughs> okay. We call you the animal. Um uh, let's see. They call me the anaconda. They call me anaconda. <laughs> the anaconda? Okay. So you can tell there was a slight discomfort and a need for the bravado of uh, saying how that his girlfriend does not complain about his size. Um, and, uh, you know, I, claim, I, I said, oh, so your penis is called the animal. I don't know. You know, sometimes the Tourette syndrome takes over when I'm on these live streams. Oh, my streams. God. Yeah, well, and, the Karen Lee's crew, those are your, uh, the people that are on the live stream, right, that are watching? On a daily basis, uh, very, very uh, supportive men. Also, you know, looking for help in the same areas that uh, this guy's trying to help. So, I mean, we weren't 100% in disagreement with everything he was saying. I just think um, his tactics are tactics. He's, his, he even openly admitted he used certain lines like, I saw you across the room and I couldn't help but walk over and introduce myself. I mean, I don't know what I would say if someone walked up and say that nonsense to me. But so- I basically called him out and said, listen, I heard the line of, is your last name Campbell? Because you are mm, good, and it really did not bode well with me. Yeah, so so I, I'm 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 mixed on this. On the one hand, I hate it. <laughs> I, I hate I hate this whole pickup artist scene and think it's yeah. fucking garbage. 
On the other hand, I, I have been meeting a lot of guys recently, just in my daily life, who are virgins in the, well into their 30s. And I, I don't know how to help these guys. I wish I had like a, a trick to say, you know, this is how you pro, like get over your social anxiety. This is how you, uh, you know, maybe these lines actually do help some guys. Well, that's exactly what the guys on my show are saying that for because I'm always a big promoter of before you go out and try to pick somebody up and be in a relationship with someone that you need to make sure that you're as confident as you as you can be. And, and you have to work on yourself. And this guy said, you don't need to work on yourself. All you need to do is follow his techniques. Oh, fuck this guy. Fuck. Him. <laughs> fuck. He basically said. Uh, you know, I I have a, someone who had no arms and no legs, and he was able to p- pick up my former girlfriend. Come on, that was serious. And I'm like, and he said, some, you know, he can teach people that are insecure what, because what they're statement bald. statement is that some guy with no arms and no legs was able to pick up his former girlfriend? What the fuck is that statement? I don't know, but it sounds like he's like a Humpty Dumpty or something. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> okay, I don't even you know. You don't need to be making fun of the guy with no arms and no legs. I'm th- no, I'm no, saying the, that what the fuck is. I, I don't know. I wasn't making fun of the guys that arms, no arms and legs. I think and I've seen guys that had like not the best looks, but have great personalities be able to pick up women. So that's basically, I think what he's trying to say is that, you know, if you, if you learn to uh, communicate better by, by following his little one liners or whatever, I don't know. You know, like I said to you, I got a little bit uh, annoyed. I think I really have issues with uh, guys trying to lump all women into one category and trying to say that all men should act like this and I, that. I mean, the same some, of the guys were, some of the guys were saying, like, you know, be yourself. And he's like, absolutely, you should not be yourself if you're insecure and don't oh feel good about it. Oh, my God. Yeah. What do, like, you you say, should- what, what, what do you say to these guys that I'm coming across that are all that, – that haven't had sex? I, I, you, I, you wouldn't imagine how many guys I, – I, I had five or something, like, in the past week. You know what? Honestly, I have a guy that I'm coaching on uh, my Patreon page, and he's a 31-year-old virgin, actually. And I actually recommended at this point, since he is so caught up in his head and so insecure and has got so many different issues, I said, go get a prostitute. I, 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 mean, I, I, su- I suggested sex workers that are making you feel good about yourself. Sexual most- surrogates, not necessarily prostitutes. Well, I don't even know. Sex surrogates. Where- yeah, I guess so. I get their therapists. Their 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 yeah. main di- directive is not direct. Their their main intention is to have sex so that you can learn what it's like to yeah to do this. Yeah. I heard of a great documentary recently called "The Forty Year Old Virgin" on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet, but I hear that it's, it's all about forty year old virgin. Yep. You're not talking about the one with Steve Carell. No, I'm talking about a documentary where they t- oh. they follow around two virgins and that well into their forties. And and do yeah. involved in sex surrogacy. Yeah, I think once you know you have a good, and I think that's why some of these guys in college do very well because they have you know one really good experience. I told you about the one friend of mine who every time I see him, he's in he's well in his fifties and he still tells me the same story how this one friend of mine changed his life in college. He said he was never really the athlete in high school. He was never really you know any any great brilliant mind or anything like that. But when he got down to college. He had sex with one of my friends, and she bragged to everyone that would listen about how great a lover this guy was, and oh, his yeah. reputation soared after that. Oh, yeah. What a gift. 
And he has now, he still claims that that was, the, he, he was like the, the Casanova of U of I when we went there. Okay, back on topic. So for these- But that's the point, though, what I'm trying to say to you, Cam, no, is that if you can have a good sexual experience, your confidence level will definitely be How do you uh, get, first of all, this guy had a good experience because he, this, the girl helped him out by saying he is the best Casanova in bed. These guys yeah. are in their 30s. They haven't had sex. They're not having women. First of all, I think at much older, when you're out of college, you're not going to just be like you know, spoken about and rumored about, about your sex, your sexual yeah, prowess. Yeah, so that's yeah, out of the question. So get, okay. get back on track. How do you help these guys who are in their thirties who haven't the, had sex yet? Right. They, they have to, I mean, if they're, uh, if they, you can't they might not have even kissed yet. They may not find us. It's much easier to find a prostitute than a, a Jesus sex. Jesus Christ. This fucking prostitute. This is not the answer mother. The answer um, is not prostitution. All right. So if the answer is not prostitution, it's, is it really the sex, the actual act of intercourse, or is it a relationship that they're inexperienced with? Let's say the whole goddamn shebang. Then, first of all, they got to figure out why have they not. What? And I counseled one guy on this, and it really worked. He had a really bad – he had a relationship that – probably early 20s and um, – I don't know if he was a virgin or not. I think he was not a virgin. I think he was still a virgin. And the girl burned him. And he couldn't get over this. And it, and I think that's what happens to a lot of these guys. They keep remembering this one girl who hurt mm. their feelings. And then they're reluctant to go out and to pursue them again. Any new women. And uh, they keep focusing on that, that aspect. Uh, first of all, those guys have got to let those old relationships just, you know, clear clear that shit out. But the second thing is just putting yourself out there. So I recommended this guy go to the local. I think he had a country bar by his house that he said that a lot of older women went to. And so I said, go to the go to the country bar and just, you know, it's a numbers game. Just go there on a, as many times as you, you can without looking creepy and just start asking girls out. Eventually he did. And he had a really good relationship with this girl. I don't know if he's married to her right now because he later on. Later on, like six months later, said he was still with the same girl that he met, and it was all because he put himself out there. So it's just really, to me, it's a numbers game. I think that's right. I uh, one of my friends, one, he's actually not a virgin, but he's very inexperienced, has a ton of social anxiety, and he's well in his thirties, and he basically just started going on all these dating sites. Yeah, and uh, he went on CatholicMatch.com. He's, that was it, and. Uh, He's he's really kind of denounced the church even, and yet he still found a, a mate. Wait a second. He went on CatholicMatch.com and now denounces the church? I'm all confused. Yeah, you I, would think, if anything, if you found another Catholic. Did he find a Catholic or did he find a Jewish girl? What did he find? No, obviously he found, he found a Catholic match. Not obviously, because there's girls I know who said they found the only non-Jewish guy on J-Date. Oh, okay, well... You had multiple girls tell you they found the one non-Jewish guy on J-Date? Multiple. Multiple. So and, there's and there's two. one non-Jew on, on J-Date. I don't know if it was the same non-Jew. It could have been a different non-Jew. So then it's not the one non-Jew on J-Date. Well, maybe it, they thought it was the one non-Jew, but it was actually the, the second non-Jew. It sounds like or there might be many the non-Jews person. on J-Date. There could be a few non-Jews on J-Date. Let's just looking for Jewish chicks or vice versa. All right. So in the Christian sense here, that who knows what uh, your friend that... Went on to Christian Mingle. It was Catholic match. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, anyway, let's move. Let's move on. 
Okay, so I'm, what? So what happened to your guy in Christian uh, Catholic he's match? Going, or he's going on with this girl. So that is the other thing I would suggest. I would suggest that that you put yourself out on all the aspects, just not just dating sites. They go go out to the bars, tell your friends that you want to be fixed up, make it a project. I knew a girl who made it like a full time one year project to find a husband, and she did it. Yeah, I I I, I don't know about that. I got to tell you something. Guys do not realize as girls get up there and after their you know late twenties, early thirties, they start getting like that uh, biological clock ticking thing. You don't and, think guys realize this? Well, I'm saying that the 31 year olds should realize they're in prime prime targets for these women that are looking for relationships. Their eggs are hungry. Their eggs are ready to be fertilized. Oh my god! All right. Uh, I'd like to give a little update since my last check-in, which was last week, this around this time. Yes. I was uh, pretty depressed. Oh. Uh, however, the immediately following the episode, my my life kind of got much better temporarily. <laughs> so, in other words, if you were on a roller coaster, it you was, were all the way at the down. I was in the going, I was in the basement. You were in the basement of the roller coaster. <laughs> Was, and now you started chugging up, up your way up the mountain. So one thing I did was I went to a stand-up show, or it was like a, a it was a comedy show that night. Did I tell you about this? I don't think so. But did I, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, you go to a lot of comedy shows. I not was there a, a specific well, well, clown that you did tell me you saw some clown that you really liked? I don't remember that. I, okay. Yeah. Anyway. So I went to a, I went to a comedy variety show. Oh, I I know what you're talking about. No, it was a different. Okay. Anyway, I went to a comedy variety show. I trekked an hour across town. It went to this comedy theater. I get there by yourself at 10 p.m. on a Thursday. My friend was supposed to meet me. He didn't. He was at dinner and was late. I get there. I thought the place was gonna be packed. It's supposed to be a well-known theater. Ten people in the audience. Mm-hmm. The acts well, that are. All, I, I might add that I I give you a lot of a lot of cred. Thank you. For a lot of people, don't go anywhere unless they have buddies with them. I give you a lot of credit for just going by yourself. Going by I mean, yourself. You were supposed to meet somebody, but you, you, when they didn't show up, you were still fine. Well, I went in there. Ten people are in there. Okay, I had called in advance to find out if the show sells out, and then <laughs> I asked on the phone whether it's. He goes, "No, the show doesn't sell out. You'll be fine." I said, "Is it a good You're show?" Both- and he says. <laughs> Yeah. What are they going to say? A shit show? I wanted them to be honest. Anyway, I get in there. It turns out it is a fucking shit show. <laughs> Everyone that goes up is worse than the next. Oh god! So I, I get, I go back to the front desk who, I, who I paid seven dollars to, and I said, "What's going on in there? Is this an open mic? Did I paid you seven bucks to watch an open mic. I travel an hour to watch oh, an open oh mic that I'm not even going to participate in." He goes, "No, no, no. This feel is like you were deceived." He goes, "This is this is a book show." I go. Well, can I perform? He said, ask the guy. Ask the guy running it. So in the middle of the show, I went to the guy running it. I said, what's going on here? Can I get on the show? He says, sure. He puts me up. Yeah. Balls. Puts me up and uh, did some clowning. They were not used to clowning in this area. (laughs) Meaning what? I, I, I I didn't have any set. I was just wearing this shirt, and I looked down, and my shirt had peaches on it. So in, you're in New York. You're not in California anymore. No, I looked very out of place. So I, I came out on stage and I go, peaches. Oh, geez. 
peaches. And then I started pretending that I was eating peaches, giving people peaches. Okay. And and shitting out peaches. Were they laughing at you? You were were, shitting out peaches? They were laughing. It was the best act of the fucking night, which is not saying much because it was a garbage show. Well, I'm a- a- extremely impressed. So that I would, think that, thank that you. really takes a lot of balls. Thank you. So that was the first. Uh, and then afterwards, I hung out with a friend who has just lost all sense of social norms. He does not give a shit. He's going up. We were, we're walking down the street. What does that mean? He just lost all the sense. Did he, you mean he had He's it and then give, he just decided yeah, to get rid of it? He gives no fucks. We're walking down the street. And he goes, hold on. I'll be right back. He he sees a, a pretty girl passing him on the sidewalk and he bolts back to her taps her on the shoulder and says your face and he gives a thumbs up your face thumbs up you want to go out sometime wow my pickup artist would have definitely approved of that shit he's literally while we were taking a five minute walk he must have asked out three different girls and did any of them come through no it was very – he was swiftly rejected. However, I was surprised to see how re, kind of flattered the girls were. Yeah. And he My says, friends are flattered by people giving them compliments on Instagram, randos. This is what flatters women. They Some women really need that validation. Yeah. You, he probably made those girls' day, yep. even if they didn't want to go out with him. Like I kind of would be flattered too if someone walked up to me in the street and and said, you know, you know something really complimentary or whatever. Yeah, it's uh, so that that's the, this so guy. Said it, it clearly works sometimes. That pickup artist I spoke to today would a hundred percent agree with that. He would be right into you know what that guy did. Yeah. Because if you do that to a hundred people, you know you're going to have at least one or two. Maybe we should do that, Cam. Oh, Next God. time I see you, we'll go on the street and see how you do. Well, I'll, I'll videotape the whole experience. Well, he he it got me very nervous because then I realized, oh my God, if he can do this, actually I could easily. I just got on stage and started saying peaches for, in front of an audience. Yeah, and he could. I could easily just go up to a stranger and say, "Hey, I really like your face," or "You look very pretty. I'd like to talk to you." Or you look do you like want to get peach. a drink? You look like a peach. You want to go and yeah. <laughs> Bring the act onto the street. Just go peaches. Yeah. Peaches. You Walk up to get... random girls and say peaches. <laughs> your, your butt looks like a ripe peach. Oh my god! <laughs> a ripe peach. I don't know if that would go over big at all. But yeah. So what are you saying? I think that it's an interesting tactic of meeting people. That is an act of not giving a fuck. I know. I, I really up. think my, he said it you works. Don't have, you don't have to work. You don't have to wait till you're 88 like my father, who will say anything to anyone and thinks he can get away with it because he's 88. You just started at age 28. Yeah. You started 60 years earlier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, so the, so the following night, another thing. Following night, I went to work, hung out with people after work, got a little drunk, bing, bang, boom, met someone, one night stand. No fucking way. Yep. Oh, my God. You had a one-night stand. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Not a fan. Okay. I'm not a fan either, but I'm still proud that you did that. Thank you, Mother. Oh, my God. Deets, deets, deets. The deets? It was a very simple thing. You're out drinking with someone. 
Yeah. They're, you know, you, you're. it's very, you just say, you want to come back to my place. It's around the corner. That was it. Was this an attractive woman? Yep. Had you kissed her in the bar? No. No kissing in the bar? No, You just no. understood sex only? No, I don't think it was understood. I think it was kind of just like, oh, this is going to be an interesting experience. We're feeling some vibes. That was it. Oh, so we are right about the uh, the, the the change of attitudes in New York City. Not, I think it's my change of attitude. You I'm, think you could have done this in California? Oh, well, first of all, we were drinking late, in, late into the evening, which would never have happened in California. Why? Because you have to drive home? Bars aren't even open after 2 a.m. We were out to like 4... 4.30 or something like that. Oh, were you talking to this girl all night? Well, it was a big group of people, yeah. But you were talking specifically to the one girl the whole time? Yeah. No, not so, no, not specifically oh. the one girl the whole time, no. Okay, so let, let walk me through this. How did you ask her to come back to your place? We just, everyone was departing. And I basically said, oh, you need a place to sleep? You need a place to sleep? I don't know, actually, if I use that line. Yeah, that that sounds like a weird line. Like, she, was she? Did she live far away? I don't know how it came out. I think it was just like, do you want to come over? Okay, and that was it. The rest is history. Bing, bang, boom, and it wasn't. It wasn't that great. And why no, was it not? No, it's great? not. It's not that it wasn't. Well, it's just that relative to sex, when you when when you're emotionally attached to someone. It's not. It's night and day. It's like, what? Yeah. What are we doing over here? It's just. Too- what do you mean? What, what do you mean? What are you doing over here? Obviously, you're. You're. There's a sexual component that's exciting. Yeah, but it's like. Ah, it's, you. It's not deep, meaningful sex the way you like it. Not. Spiritual. You know what it feels like a little bit. Maybe this is an analogy. It's like playing poker when there's no money at the t- at, at the table. Ah. Ah. You know, there's no stake. There's no, there are no emotions behind it because there's nothing you really, you're just going through the motions. It feels kind of, it's supposed to be very fun. It feels kind of, you know, arousing. But then, to be honest, it's just, there's not, where's the emotion? Where's, I mean, maybe I I don't know. It could have been that I just wasn't in the right headspace or something like this. But it just doesn't, it made me miss my ex-girlfriend more. Yeah, that's what I said. I thought you were going to be saying. What about uh, her? How do you think she felt about you? No idea. Did you like it was understood that it was me one night ten that you were never going to call her again? Did so. you ask her for a phone number? No, no, I don't think, and I don't know if it's necessarily. I I don't know if it's just a one night. I think it's just a one night stand. I there. Do you have her phone number? Yes. So it's possible that. Uh, I mean, I've had a one-night stand with a guy who didn't even ask my phone number. I'm like, what the I th- fuck is that? I think if I want to hang out with her, I'd want to make it uh, friends first. I, I'm just not a fan of this whole... Uh... One-night stand thing? Yeah. I was talking well, to another I friend like, of mine. I agree, I agree with you on this because you know what? First of all, from a woman's standpoint, it, it sucks because women... I, I don't know about her back particular girl, but women usually need a lot Trust more. Trust me. To... She was not... It was not great for her either. She, yeah, because you can't like relax and have uh, men always are going to come. Women are not always going to come. Yeah, it's not. It's it's just, it's just a. I don't know what the big. Deal I don't know is why women like it thing. actually. I don't know why women would ever have a one night stand. But except I, that I've had one night stands. I have. To, I tell you, I think that I've, I feel very similarly about this as I do with when I started trying weed. 
Did I, I, did I mention this on yeah. the show? Yeah, you have said this on this podcast before as well, but you have ultimately liked weed. No, I find I, I, you first, still don't like weed. To recap, I think, you know, I'm looking around when I was in college. I'm like, everyone loves weed. I haven't tried weed. I don't know what the big deal is. I started smoking. I would smoke so goddamn much. It would get me well, completely that, Yeah, that high. was the problem because you overdid it. I overdid it every time. And, but then I kept doing it like a fucking idiot until I figured out, <laughs> oh, just smoke like way less. And then I was yeah. able to say, okay, so this is how you enjoy it a little bit. But still, I was like, not how a huge fan. How are you? How do you equate that to sex? If you do a little sex, you mean well, just like making out gonna, would be I'm better? I'm going to hope to keep doing this in some capacity until I find out why people are making such a big deal about the casual sex thing. Or just you don't need to actually have intercourse. Maybe you could just make out with a girl and feel, you know, feel great. That would be a good analogy to your smoking a little bit of marijuana as opposed to a lot. That's an interesting idea. I think women like the makeup thing. I don't I, think I like the makeup thing as much. I know. Guys don't like that. They, they thought, they're like, this is high school. It feels very, it feels very like, um, physically, it's not, very, I, I don't know, because the, when the first time I kissed the, you know, the, my, my ex-girlfriend, it was like a fucking, uh, I couldn't even see straight. Yeah. So, the, so I don't know. I, I, that's not going to happen without the emotional buildup, though. Why? The first time you kissed you your ex-girlfriend, did you have a, So when you first time you kissed your emotional, the, your ex-girlfriend, had you known her first, or did you? Is yeah, it the I first knew her first. So there was a lot oh. of emotional buildup going on. In yeah, 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 yeah. So well, I mean, okay. And maybe you should experiment with all these different aspects and, and get back to us and see which all one right. seems to work. Because you could just stuff. try like an experiment of just like making out and see if you can get some sort of just like sexual tension going because that's kind of fun too. Yeah. And then you don't have to feel like, ew. Like, I mean, I once had a one-night stand. I took three showers afterwards. I felt disgusting. Oh, oh. Three showers. I don't oh. even normally take one shower. Oh. <laughs> three showers I felt disgusting. Oh. Because I – see, I'm – naive i always think that guys just want to go back to your room and just make out and it never ends up being that i don't know how i'd like to know if our listeners as girls if you would just like to go back and make out and forget about the whole sex thing i have some guy friends who just love making out yeah i multiple yeah so why don't you just try that aspect i don't love it all right. I, unless I, I, unless I have this it. emotional buildup again it's like playing poker without any money on the line you know, yeah, I don't get the whole poker reference, but okay. Oh, have you ever played poker when you're when it's just, when there's you're playing with chips and there's no money? Yeah. You're not playing with any money, so the chips are kind of meaningless. Yeah, I, I'm really bad at poker, though. Okay, all right, maybe this is a but bad if analogy I was, for you. I, I, okay, I, I understand what you're saying. So it's just like kind of like why play if there's no like end result. I'm saying if there's the the money creates the stakes it creates the emotion oh that juice the way your dad used to say it it, it gives him a feeling of action yes yeah okay. and without the money there it's like why the fuck are we just playing this game why are we i don't so know you're saying that if you have one night stand why would you go through all this effort and excitement if you're never going to see this person again right hmm wait 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 what <laughs> what did you just say why would you go through all. all this emotion and excitement and everything if you're not going to see this person again? No, there's, I'm saying there's not a lot of emotion and excitement in a one-night stand where there's no emotional buildup. Yeah, because there's no challenge then because you know she's going to have sex no, with you? No, no. The emotion... Mother, what's going on here? 
Well, the emotion you're talking about is what? Like emotional connectedness, intimacy. Inti- yeah. I think it's intimacy. It's emotional yeah. intimacy. Like, wow, this person's really likes me. She likes me for me. Not oh. because, you know, because <laughs> of Miami Blowchops at Silicon Valley. <laughs> 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 and for all of you guys don't know what he's talking about, I, literally, I've seen it like five times. Go watch Silicon Valley last like four episodes. And I think the, the, the even the in the finale, episodes. the last three episodes in the finale, Cam is miming a blowjob on a refrigerator door. You've got to watch this and let us know in the show notes. Uh, or in the, if some, how can they reach us to tell us what they thought about you as a miming blowjob? Thank you very much. You can leave it a, a, a note in the iTunes section, the, the rating and review section of the iTunes store, or you can just Which email us at Yeah, Email us, but it would be great if you'd also write a little rating or a review. Uh, we've, our downloads and ratings have been going really sky, well. Sky high. Sky high. Thank you for all the help that, that you guys have been doing. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm so appreciative. I can't even tell you. I'm like jumping up and down for joy. This is going to be great. I'd like to read one uh, a rating and a review from uh, our iTunes store to, just to highlight something that we we appreciate so much. How do you like that? Yeah. Okay, go for it. This is a must listen. Five stars. Incredible unique humor. The comfort displayed between the mom and her son invite the listeners to also be comfortable and laugh along with them. Ten out of ten would recommend. Thank you, wow. JDS, J, JD, JD, JDS, SJ, SJ, SJ. Oh, my God. That wasn't even my dad writing it. No, no. I also learned that we have one four-star review. All others are five-star. And he oh gave us four stars because we're not on enough. Oh. Well, he he likes it so much someone... that we you know, he gets that he a... gave us four stars. Thank you very much for that that is, I don't even, that's like, a, I don't even know if the, I would call that a Jewish compliment. I don't know what the fuck that is. That, he nagged us without having any cause. That's correct. All right. Thank you guys very much for listening. How could he give us four stars and then saying that we're not on enough? This is the, this is the reason for four stars. If you'd like to make my mother's day, please, and my day, please let, re, leave us a rating interview. Let's and, wrap and it five up. stars, unless you got a valid reason to give four stars. Not that you didn't think we're on enough. That is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Okay, can we, can we shut it down over here, mother? Okay, sorry. Thank you guys for listening. We have had some fun with you. We love you guys. And guess what? Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the ratings. Better be five starsies. Bye. Okay. Bye. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.